Welcome to the Empowered Homes podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to be a resource to connect church and home by growing strong families. Hey, this is Bobby. On today's episode, we have two amazing children's pastors. Maggie and Leslie are on the show. We're talking Advent. Advent is a season for us to prepare our hearts for Christmas. And we're going to talk about some different options and some different things and how not to beat yourself up if you miss a day. It's a great episode where we talk candidly about all these things and so much more about Christmas. But really cool on top of this podcast on empoweredhomes.org, we have some great Advent resources for you to start this Christmas season. There's some resources for preschoolers, there's some resources for uh, kids, and there's also some personal growth resources uh, for you and your older uh, students to go through and read through and prepare your heart for Christmas. You can find all of this on empoweredhomes.org. Maggie and Leslie, welcome. Thank you. Um, we'll start with Maggie. Maggie, tell tell if no one's ever heard your name, mm-hmm. if they're listening, like who is this this yes. person? Um, tell us about yourself, and then I'll add a question. We'll say your favorite Christmas tradition. Oh, okay. Because today right. we are talking Christmas. Yes. Yes. Well, that is a great question because um, one of the most important things you need to know about myself is that I love traditions and I um, drive my friends and family crazy and say, if we do something once, then it has then become a tradition in my eyes. Um, That's awesome. Which some of them don't love as much as I do. We do a lot of repeats. We do a lot of repeats. That's right. Yes. Um, They have to be careful about what they do with me. (laughs) That's awesome. so one, I am the campus children's minister at the North Katy campus. Um, and one of my favorite Christmas traditions growing up was um, we would host a cookie decorating party for our neighborhood. And so around Christmas time, oh. my mom would spend a good couple weeks baking all sorts of cookies, sticking them in the freezer, making icings, buying all these different decorations. We would do gingerbread houses and um, all sorts of different types and shapes of cookies and um, all of the neighborhood families would come over and we would decorate cookies together and they would leave with these plates of very technicolored, bright cookies that tasted great and maybe didn't look quite as great. Yeah, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so your mom, so fun. Your mom led the charge on that mm-hmm. and then neighborhood yes, kids. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. She loves to bake. And so it was a really fun way for her to get to do that and a fun way for us to get to decorate a bunch of cookies. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great tradition. All right, Miss Leslie. Well, I want to glom on to that tradition because my favorite food is frosted sugar cookies. You should have so come over. I was Ooh. not invited. I'm a little sad. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a new tradition this year. So my kids are grown. They're 20 and 23, and the oldest one's married. And um, so traditions are are in a state of flux right now. But um, I think my very favorite one is we do a caroling party every year. So um, we used to do it a week before Christmas, but now we have to do it right around Christmas when my daughter's in town because she doesn't want to miss out on it. So we just have everybody we know over, and then we carol around the neighborhood and then come back for either hot chocolate or ice 
iced tea, depending on what Texas has for us in weather, and lots of cookies mm-hmm. and um, great fun. We've discovered along the years that as your kids grow older, you have to not just invite their friends, you have to bring people with little children because when you just carol with teenagers, it's a little uncomfortable. Nobody uh, wants to be at the front. So yeah. um, we invite all of our little friends over mm-hmm. to come caroling with us. That's so fun. That's awesome. Well, today we're talking Christmas, and specifically with you guys, I wanted to talk about Advent. Um, Advent, you know, in most church circles, um, when you say the word Advent, they understand it. But for those who are like, "Man, I've never heard that word," what what is what is Advent? Let's start there. Like, what what in the world is it? Yeah, Advent is a season of preparing for Christmas. And so um, it's really just a a focus on getting our hearts ready um, to celebrate the coming of Jesus and the birth of Jesus on Christmas Day. Yeah, and so it's not anything, you know, special or, you know, it it is sacred. It can be Mm -hmm. sacred, but a lot of, a lot of times we hear a big word like that and we're like, oh man, that's so churchy or that's kind of out there. But the reality it's in the simplest form, it's just preparing our hearts for Christmas. And so uh, one of the greatest things we can do is in our attempts, you know, most Christian parents, we want uh, Christmas to be centered on Jesus, on Christ. And uh, you know, there's so many different things about the war on Christmas and we can, I don't want to get into that, but just as, as Christian parents, how we can use Christmas, um, as a holiday, but also as just a way to disciple our kids. And you guys do some incredible stuff to help our parents lead through Advent and preparing for Christmas. Let's talk about what y'all do and why. Well, every year we do something a little bit different um, so that um, it doesn't get stale and kids are looking forward to it. Um, One year we might do, um, for instance, this year we're doing conversations and it's just um, reading scripture with your family and then a discussion about something to keep us focused on Jesus. And it doesn't have to be super complex or very deep theological. It's just something to keep us reminded that Jesus is the reason that we're celebrating Christmas. And so those conversations, is there one every day? This year, yeah, we have one every day. So it's just a card. You can throw them on your kitchen table, in your car, wherever you're going to have time to be with your family um, to have those discussions. Other times we've done like an Advent wreath where we've um, given everybody the candles and the um, discussion and the scripture to read every week. Yeah, as you you go. So keeping it practical, keeping it... Um, doable, I would yes. say. I think that's yeah. one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, I think that that's one of the most important parts of when you're looking at what to choose mm-hmm. um, for your family in Advent or any other you know, um, time of spiritual um, leading with your kids. You want to choose something that's going to work for your family and that's, that's going to be practical because you don't want to choose something super complicated that looks amazing um, and then you know get a few days into it and be discouraged and give up. Yeah. It's important to remind parents, too, that there's no wrong way Mm -hmm. to do it. If you miss some days, it's no big deal. You're going to just start back in on the next day and reroute back to Jesus because it's such a busy season. Oh, that's so good. Because, like, for me, thinking about all the times we've done stuff with our kids— we miss a few days and it's like, well, we're done with that, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And, and like, uh, so many parents are like, well, we failed, we're done. And 
the reality, you're going to fail. You're going to miss days. Oh, there's yeah. mm-hmm. there's going to be times where you get home super late and your yep. kids ask, we forgot to do our thing. And and you go, just get to bed. Like, exactly. we, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll, we'll <laughs> yep. do two tomorrow. Yeah. And then we don't do two tomorrow. Right. And, um, and I think that's the one thing to make make it clear for parents that we, like, it, there's no wrong way. That's such yeah. a mm-hmm. powerful, empowering phrase. Like we all want to do stuff, but then we find ourselves getting closer to Christmas mm-hmm. and then busy and all that. And we're not doing anything. And there's no need to catch up. Yeah. You've yeah. missed a few days, blow those off, move on with the next day and so, keep your focus. So we're going to say it right here. If you miss a day, <laughs> you you have permission not to catch up. <laughs> yep. That's that's awesome. Uh, one of the things we do for our kids that our kids love, we bought this, we spent some money um, several years ago and bought this huge wooden box that it has like a metal back of a manger scene. Mm-hmm. And so there's 25 box, 24 boxes. How many days? Yep. 24? Some have 24, some have 25. This depends. So <laughs> uh, there's boxes that the kids open and there's a mm-hmm. magnet in each box. Oh, cool. And the magnets all at the end create the manger scene or the nativity scene like the first few days are all sheep Mm -hmm. there's like six (laughs) sheep and some camels and then then you start getting the wise men then you start getting all and then the last day is baby jesus um our kids love that thing and there's times where we add like like you're saying with the conversations of having a, a scripture that we read now that my kids can read okay (laughs) they're still struggling but uh let them read and so um but every single day no matter what we don't miss the box and if we do miss it like we can't not put the magnet Mm, on you still gotta get the you still gotta get the the little magnet out and so um that that gives me freedom to know like okay if i don't do the the scripture or i don't do whatever like not to just beat myself up as mm-hmm. a parent, um, but just to do something. Mm-hmm. I think that's the ultimate goal with our kids because it's such a great opportunity yeah. and low-hanging fruit, if you will, for us to disciple our kids and keep Christmas about right. Jesus. Um, so what are some other things that, we, that we've done here at Kingsland? Well, one year we did a kindness calendar and we realized we did overwhelm some parents. We had like a good deed they could do every day and we should have made it more clear. You don't have to do all of them, but but try and do some good deeds. We've done um, where every time you see one of your kids doing something nice, you put some money in this little pouch and we called it the shepherd's Mm -hmm. pouch and you collect it all month. And then at Christmas, your family decided where you were going to give all that money. Oh, that's so to awesome. encourage kids to do sweet, kind deeds mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. I think one of my favorite ones that we've done over the years, um, we had the families um, look up Old Testament prophecies, and uh, then on the same day they would look up the New Testament fulfillments of those prophecies. Um, and I think great. that that really helped kids understand that this was God's plan all along. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we can see that throughout the entire Bible. Um, and it's just a different way to look at Christmas than I think we do a lot of times. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And there's uh, some great resources out there also. Mm-hmm. There's a book called The Donkey in the Living Room. And this one is um, The Giving Manger. And they're the same thing. It's focusing yeah. on a piece of the nativity every day. And yeah. so it's something hands-on. So, I mean, we, we give something strategic and and personal with what's going on at Kingsland. But um, 
are you saying there's a bunch of other resources out there that you can go? There yeah. are. Just, you know, Google.com. Google. Is that where you go? Google.com. Yeah. I go to Amazon. Amazon, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of resources. It's also a great time of year. We give out something to all our families, but we make double the amount we need, and we encourage our families to give one to a friend because, like you said, wow. low-hanging fruit. Christmas, yeah. people are willing to talk about Jesus at Christmas, and that's a great time to wow. connect with other families mm-hmm. as well. So we, you're saying we make enough for every family, but then we make an, another one right. and encourage them that. Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. We do that. That's awesome. Yep. So encouraging them. Just thinking practically, how many families or what percentage of our families are actually, would you say actually you get feedback that they're doing the Advent um, uh, stuff that we give them? I don't do numbers very well. Yeah. But a good percentage, yeah. we think this is probably one of our most done yeah. activities that this we give is, out. It's just such a natural time of year mm-hmm. to yeah. focus on Jesus. And so families really want to capture that, and they're looking for tools yeah. to do so. And so they're much more open, you know, whether they go to church every Sunday or whether they've never stepped foot in a church, this is a time of year where they're naturally open right. yeah. to hearing about Jesus. That's awesome. And the world is trying so hard to keep us focused Mm -hmm. on the secular side of Mm -hmm. Christmas that um, parents are really hungry for a way to bring Jesus back in and become the center. Yeah, and that's that's the heart of what we want to accomplish with Advent is making Jesus the center of all of this. Um, And it's really preparing our hearts for Christmas. One caveat or or sidebar um, that just I want to talk about is we want to do these for our kids and for parents. A lot of times we, it's easy for us to say, okay, we're going to do an advent calendar or we're going to do these conversations or whatever it is for our kids. But the reality is um, as parents, we need to be taking care of our heart and and preparing our heart for advent. And so there's some incredible resources Mm -hmm. for adults that we can go through the, you know, the prophecies that's great for kids. There's also some great resources for adults to go even deeper with that. And for me personally, I found that during Christmas season, when I'm actively taking care of my heart, then I'm better at pouring into my kids. And so uh, for the parents listening, not to, I know there's Christmas parties you're dealing with and calendars. And then when the kids get out of school, you just want to pull your hair out. Like mm-hmm. I get that there's a whole lot and you're like, when do I have time? I promise you, if you make time, it's just going to make Christmas and that day even more special yeah. for your kids. And so um, definitely that that's a huge part of this to impact and to go after that. But uh, as we continue with, with Christmas, we want to make it clear too. um, we have the resources that you mentioned um, that we're doing here at Kingsland. Those are going to be on our resource portal for the listeners listening right now uh, on empoweredhomes.org. We will have these available for anybody that's listening to, to use and to, to go through, and we're excited about that. Uh, any tips for those who, who want to download this and use it? I would just encourage progress over perfection. Oh, that's so good. don't, you know, don't focus on checking off every single day. Just right. um, make it a priority. I think that it's important yeah. to make things that we deem important priorities um, and set aside time for that, but also have grace for ourselves when yeah. we're not able to achieve it every single day. Exactly. And just remembering that conversations can happen anywhere. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be a designated yeah. hour mm-hmm. in the evening to sit down and everybody behave. It can be while you're swinging out in the backyard or yeah. in the car, in the carpool line or... At dinner. 
And the beauty of if you do download it, you can print these at home mm-hmm. and use them or right. they're on your phone. Right. And so yeah. you, if you're at a doctor's appointment with your mm-hmm. kids sitting there mm-hmm. killing time, pull it up and go through this conversation as you go or whatever, whatever time, not while you're driving. That'd be, well, well maybe. Carpool. Read you're them like while sitting you're in a carpool. Yeah. Or if yeah. you ha- hand your phone to your kids, let them there read it. Yeah. yeah. So you're not on your phone. Yeah. Don't text and drive. My son got onto me the other day for that. I was trying to text mom, but mm. anyways, so keeping the focus of Christ, um, through Christmas, um, let's end by just kind of talking to the parents who, who may see this or hear this and they want to download and they're, they're planning to, to add this to it. But what are some other things we can do? Uh, not just an advent calendar, if you will, but what are some other things we can do around the house or throughout our day to keep Christ focused, through the, through the holidays? What are some other things? I think one of the easiest is Christmas music. I, I understand it's already <laughs> started. It doesn't start at my house till the day after Thanksgiving. But Christmas music is telling the story of Jesus and to stop while you're listening to those songs and discuss them and talk about the meaning. There's, you know, yeah. some crazy words in there, you know, in excelsis deo. I mean, yeah. look up the meanings of those words and um, you can have some deep conversations just in the car while you're listening to yeah. Christmas music. Music's huge. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I love me some Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. And, and that's mm-hmm. okay. But, you know, keeping those Christ focus. I'm not saying get rid of all that, the, the I don't know, secular Christmas music, because those are fun and the kids, mm-hmm. you know, my kids love them. But use being intentional. That's good. Uh, good word for us to, to think about. Um, well, you can even have a discussion about the songs about when you're listening. You know, if you're listening to Rudolph, say, "All right, is that a Christmas song that has anything to do with Jesus, or is it just a fun Christmas song?" Yeah, it's a great way for kids to be focused in on trying to decide. That's good. One way or the other. That's that's real good. All right, what else? What are some other things parents can do? Yeah, I think it's just you know looking at the traditions that you already have yeah. and figuring out how to point them towards Christ um, rather than creating something new all the time. So um, your decorations have a nativity scene out there. That's pretty um, basic, but, you know, have a conversation with your kids about why we put this out and what the different pieces mean and, you know, the different um, parts of that story and how they all played a part in, you know, our Savior's birth. Yeah. Well, we spend a lot of time focusing on our Christmas list and what we want, (laughs) and we could switch that focus to what are we going to give? Help your kids focus on some giving. You know, do ding-dong ditch somebody and put craft supplies on their front (laughs) porch and run or, you know, food to the food bank and make sure your kids are involved in all of those so they know what you're doing. That's awesome. That's really good. And one of our favorite Christmas traditions is movies, holiday movies. We love yes. holiday love movies. Holiday yes. Our kids, like, they'll watch Home Alone in July. Like, they, <laughs> they love that movie. Elf is year-round, right? Yes. Like, that's a yeah. year-round movie. Yes, and those movies, you know, Home Alone and Elf, those are incredible. But there's some also really great Christ-centered movies um, that we can we can point to, to to let our kids watch and then have conversations about. And those are definitely ways we can we can keep Christ in Christmas. And then, you know, obviously being uh, a part of services at church, uh, there's most places, if you're listening, if you, your church doesn't have uh, a Christmas Eve service, there's probably one in your, your town or city. Mm-hmm. Not that Christmas Eve services are, uh, it, it depends. Like, it was never a tradition for me, but man, I love it now. Like, growing up, I, we never went to Christmas Eve services, mm-hmm. but now it, I love 
um, I love that night and, and it's a great opportunity for us. So, uh, all of these things you can find more information on empoweredhomes.org. And, uh, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Any, any final words for parents? Hey, another one just that's so easy is a birthday cake on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sing happy birthday to Jesus. Just that constant reminder that why we are celebrating. Yep. Happy birthday, Jesus. My kids love the the birthday cake. Mm -hmm. We don't do it on Jesus' birthday. We do it the week before, and I don't know why, but yeah. (laughs) Got to prepare for his birthday. It's a tradition. It's just the tradition, but that's good. Thank you all so much. Um, Again, if you're listening and you want more uh, Christmas resources for your family, go to empoweredhomes.org. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Empowered Homes podcast. For more content and information to connect church and home, please visit empoweredhomes.org.